the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Friend, trust God. Believe in the Lord. He is where you are. Talk to Him. He hears and answers prayer. Come on, friend. Let's go to the mountain today with Jesus. Let Him lift you higher and higher in Him. Welcome to a very special edition of The Healing Word. With so much destruction and uncertainty in the world that has been brought about by the pandemic known as COVID-19, you might ask yourself, where is God in all of this? Or how can a loving God allow this to happen? So on today's broadcast, Pastor Morris is going to speak directly to the events happening now and provide some answers to those questions using the Word of God. Today's message, The Top of the Mountain, was delivered to the congregation of the Largo Community Church via live streaming just a few short weeks ago. And we pray it will be a blessing and a comfort to you. When I come to the podium to bring the message, we take our Bibles in hand. You have your Bible? If you do, take it in hand, hold it up, and say, This is the Word of God. This is the Word of God. Amen. Bring it down. Put it over your heart. Pray this prayer after me. Father, I thank you for your Holy Word. The Word of God inspired by the Holy Spirit. The Word of God perfect and infallible. We thank you for your holy word. Bless your word to our hearts today. Open our hearts and minds to hear and receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I've entitled this message, The Top of the Mountain. That's where we're going today. We're going with intentionality. We're going with purpose. We're going higher and higher. We're going to the top of the mountain. Just like the Peter, James, and John invited by Jesus to go to the Mount of Transfiguration. And there Jesus was marvelously, miraculously, awesomely transformed before them. And they saw him like they had never seen him before. Now that's what I'm talking about. Going to the top of the mountain and seeing Jesus like we've never seen him before. Regardless of how long we've been a Christian, how long we've been saved. I've been saved a lot of years. But I believe that even now, during this terrible time in our country and in the world, because every continent of the world has experienced this coronavirus. But I believe that even now, during this terrible, horrific time, God has prepared for us a revelation of himself like many of us have never seen him before. Let's go to the top of the mountain 
Let's experience Jesus. Grow in his grace. Worship him in spirit and in truth. Come to Jesus like we've never come before. The Lord is with us. Friend, the Lord is with you. He's where we are to bless us. Now, these are uncertain times, to say the least. Times when there is fear, anxiety, times of uncertainty and financial problems. Who could describe what's going on in families, in homes, in hospitals, with individuals? But whatever it is, and however hard and difficult it is, and it is hard and it is difficult, we're going to trust the Lord, believe in him, and know that he's going to bring us through. He is our shepherd, and he knows the way through the wilderness, and this is a wilderness experience, but God brings order, blessing, and healing to all of us. You see, God is bigger than our fears, bigger than our anxiety. God is greater than our trouble and our problems. God's greater than a canola environment. God is God. He is the Almighty. There is none like him in heaven and in earth. And this God makes himself and his presence known to individuals, people. Now, I'm always amazed when I begin to think and let my thoughts drift. This God who created the heavens of the earth and far out space, space that has never yet been explored. This God knows me, knows you, and comes to where we are. Friend, trust God. Believe in the Lord. He is where you are. Talk to him. He hears and answers prayer. Come on, friend. Let's go to the mountain today with Jesus. Let him lift you higher and higher in him. God is our heavenly father, our Abba father, our dear, dear heavenly father. And our heavenly dad is going to take care of his children. And he's been taking care of us all our life long, and particularly since we've been a Christian. And now, during this pandemic, he's going to care for us, overshadow us, put a covering over us like we've never experienced it before and experienced him before. And then people financially hurting, people who have lost jobs. Friend, we need to pray one for another. Thank God that you and I are safe and we still have food on the table, but how many don't? There are, those people are our, our brothers and sisters of the Lord. Come on, we've got to think about them, pray for them, and be thankful for the blessing that, that we have. Now, one thing I want you to listen to now and to know of a surety. God did not send this coronavirus. Did you hear me? God didn't send this. The scripture says in James chapter 1, verse 17, whatever is good and perfect comes to us from God above. You see, God only deals with the good and the perfect. He doesn't bring things like this to pass. This comes from the underworld. All of the death and the pain and the heartache and the sadness the uncertainty, the fear, the anxiety, it comes from the underworld. It comes from the pit, not from God. God is the Almighty. You see, Satan 
Yes, Satan initiates all that is evil. Friend, there is a real devil. Satan is more than an evil force. There is a created being, originally created by God. The Bible calls him Satan. The Bible also calls him the devil. Originally, before he fell, he was called Lucifer. And that was a good name back then. But it's not good now. But the devil doesn't like you because he sees Jesus in your heart. But because Jesus is in your heart, you're going to be cared for, blessed, and protected. Let me say just a few words about Satan without giving him any glory or praise. But Satan was really a created angel. God created him. He didn't create him Satan. He created him the most beautiful of all creation. Satan one time was a great, wonderful, devoted worshiper of God. He loved God, worshiped God. That was before he was called Satan. He was the most beautiful of all creation. The Bible calls him back then the morning star, the sun of the dawn. Now, if you want to read more about it, go to Isaiah chapter 14 when the message is over and begin to read about this diabolical, damnable creature now called Satan, the devil, that's causing all of this harm and all of this difficulty. Today, he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for somebody to devour. 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Now, hear this. Hear it very clearly. I want your attention. God did not send this evil. I've already said that. But here's what I want you to get. God allowed it to happen. You see, nothing happens without permission from God. And as you read Isaiah and Ezekiel and the words of Jesus, you will know from the reading of the scripture that the devil has access to God. He can have a conversation with God. One time in the book of Job, chapter 1, Satan goes before God and he accused Job. He said, let me go down there and afflict him and he'll curse you to your face. Now, Job was a righteous man, a wonderful man of God. And so God let Satan go down and afflict him, put him in a test, a trial. Job remained true to God. Friend, stay true. Keep your focus on the Lord. <laughs> the devil can only go so far, but he has to get God's permission to go far however far, however it is. You see, God has the devil on a short lease. This is going to pass. I don't know when. I don't know how quickly. But I know this. You love God and God loves you. And that love is stronger than the power of death itself. That was Job chapter 1. Job chapter 6. He has, the devil has another conversation with God. God said, Job passed the test. Then he said, oh, but let me go down there and touch him physically, smite him with boils. And God said, but you can't touch his life. Again, the enemy can't do anything without permission. So God has allowed something to happen. Why? Why did God allow it? 
So God can take you to the mountaintop. So he can reveal himself to you. So the things that you say you believe about God will become a reality. We talk about faith. We talk about trust. We talk about miracles. We talk about healing. We talk, talk, talk. But God wants to do, do, do. Do love to you. Do good to you. Do blessing to you. And reveal to you how much he really loves you. God's not just talking to you. He's doing blessing to you. Hey, somebody say amen out there. (laughs) He loves you and he cares so greatly for you. Now, Satan is an accuser of the brethren, the scripture says. He accused Job. He accuses God's people. But one thing Satan cannot do, and that is he doesn't know the future. He has diabolical power. But he does not know the future. You see, if Satan knew the future, he wouldn't have wasted time having Christ crucified because he would have known Christ would have come out of the grave the third day. But he thought he had him. Oh, there's so many illustrations in the Bible that reveal that he keeps trying. Satan keeps trying. But one of these days soon, Jesus is coming. The trump of God's going to sound. Even the devil doesn't know when that's going to happen. But it's going to happen. But in the meantime, God's blessing is on you. And he's going to take care of you. Because you're his child. How you took care of your children. How you take care of them today. Well, God loves you better than, than anybody can even express. That's how much he loves you. So... Remember this, the devil has to get permission and God knows how far to go, how far to allow him. But when God does allow him, it is because he's going to bring a blessing. Job ended up being the most wealthy, happiest, greatest, most spiritual man in all the world. Friend, Job grew under trial. Let's grow in God's grace during this time. Let's not waste this coronavirus. Let's grow in God's grace. It has happened for a purpose, to bring you and me closer to the Lord. You see, Satan is defeated. He knows his time is short. He is a defeated foe. The scripture says that Jesus already crushed his head. Now, God, speaking to the serpent in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, God said, I will put enmity between you, serpent, Satan, and the woman, and between your offspring, Satan, and hers, and her offspring will crush your head. You will strike his heel. Well, Satan is striking the heel of the church or Jesus now, but his head is potentially crushed. The church is going to share in this great victory. We're sharing in it now. Romans 16, 20. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Friend, you've got a great role to play in what is happening right now in the church. This is what Jesus has done for us. And then Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Friend, when it happens, it's going to happen quick. The devil doesn't know. You and I don't know. God knows. But this is what we do know. It's going to happen. God's going to do something great. 
Now I have to close, but I have something so very important to say to you. The church throughout the world has become somewhat passive. I'm so proud of the people of the Largo Community Church. They're telephoning one another. They're having prayer meetings and Bible studies by way of Zoom. Uh, I'm getting the report. It's coming back to me. I haven't pressed the church to do that, but they're doing Sunday school classes. It is absolutely phenomenal to me. I've never seen anything like it. What I'm seeing is God taking this pastor to the mountain, seeing what God is doing in the hearts of the people of the church that this pastor pastors. But I know that throughout the world, I've talked to missionaries and pastors, I've read, I've studied, I've observed. The church in many parts of the world and even some Christians, perhaps at the Largo Community Church, has become somewhat passive. We can go to church on Sunday and then next Sunday be away or mow the grass or whatever we do because we know another Sunday is coming. And we love God. We believe in the church. I know the pastor heard from heaven and he has a message, but, you know, I, can, I don't need to hear this one. I can, I can catch him another time down the road. Uh, that, that type of lukewarmness and complacency self-satisfaction. Our ears have become dull of hearing. We have heard and heard and heard sermon, 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 sermon. And so we've become a little callous, a little passive to it. Now we love God, we love his word, we love the church. But we are not excited, turned on, on tiptoe with spiritual excitement knowing that we are walking through this earth with a very short time to do what God has called us to do. God said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's why we send out missionaries and support missionaries with offerings from the Largo Community Church. That's why we have the healing word Monday through Friday from WAVA and WFAX at 9.30. We're obeying the Great Commission But some of us haven't prayed a prayer or two for these missionaries or or for the healing. Friend, the church is not really fully behind the Great Commission. There are souls that are going to hell. And I don't know how concerned we are. I wanted you to know how concerned God is. He sent his only begotten son to die on the cross. And all he's asking us to do is to pray, to give, and to go. We may be doing one or two of those things, or, but we're not doing it with a whole lot of enthusiasm. There's a degree of the attitude of indifference. That's the pastor's job. That's why we pay him. We have our jobs. This is his job. No, friend, no. Yeah, it's my job, but it's your job too. Are you part of the church? Jesus gave the great commission to the church. Are we doing it? Well, I believe maybe, just maybe, it's a wake-up call. It's saying, time's not going to be forever. We need to be ready. 
to reach the lost, to win souls to Christ, to obey the Great Commission. We need to pray and read and study the Word of God. There needs to be Christian service and Christian ministry. But these things are not a high priority. They're not. Sports, a higher priority in many cases. Vacation, a higher priority. We put more time and energy, thought and money into these things and to living comfortably than we do about a soul for whom Christ died. Friend, I love you, everyone. But it's time to face things as they are and to tell it like it is. And I know you love me and I love you and I miss you so desperately. You're my very life. This church, I need you. I think you need me. I hope you do. We need one another. God, help us. I pray that Christians everywhere will turn to God and we will start climbing a new mountain. We'll climb that mountain with Jesus. We'll go to the top and see him transformed before us. We will see Jesus. Friend, remember this. God has called you to be the light of the world. He's called you to be the salt of the earth. He's called you to be a city on a hill. Friend, it's no time to play church, to be passive, to be indifferent. There's a song, and I'm going to close now. I'm going to just give you the first verse of it. Rise up, O men of God. An old hymn. That's just the first verse. Let me me say it again. Let me start it again. The song says, Rise up, O men of God. Have done with lesser things. Give heart and mind and soul and strength to serve the King of Kings. The mind, the heart, the soul, the strength. Come, rise up. Hallelujah. Right now where you are, we're going to bow before him. Our God, our King, our Savior, the lover of our soul. Would you bow with me, please? Father God, thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for calling us. Lord, we've heard the call again today. The clarion call has gone out from the word of God. Not my word, but I believe your word. And I have heard it even as I preached it. I heard it again myself. It's for me as it is for everyone who streamed the message today and for your church around the world. Lord, when this granola virus has fulfilled its purpose, I pray you'll take it away and heal everyone that's been afflicted with it. Bring us back to our church, to our spiritual community, our spiritual family. We want to be together. We're praying for the day to come, and it will come, and it's not very far off. Bring us back to church. Bring us back to the Bible. Bring us back to prayer. Bring us back to our jobs. Thank you, Lord. Rise up, O men of God. May we obey with an amen. Did you find the words of the old hymn, Rise Up, O Men of God, to which Pastor Morris referred to in his message to be inspiring? 
I pray that during these times of struggle and uncertainty, that our focus will be on spiritual things and on loving and supporting others as Christ demonstrated during his ministry on earth and continues to provide through the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope today's healing word has been a blessing and has encouraged your faith in God to grow. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.